welcome to the podcast where my guests and I talk about anything and everything from sports, relationships, politics, movies to TV shows, current events, and conspiracy theories. No topic is ever off limits and it's always uncensored. I'm Ben Borges and this is Man Chatter. All right, here we go, man. We are back. As you see, the podcast is constantly evolving, constantly growing. I got my brother to my left. There we go. Because it's weird, right? Because I never know which which side to point. As, as If you watch the videos, I never know which way to go. So I got my boy to my left right here, Jonathan Vallejo, man, the constant co-host on the, on the, on the chatter. First of all, don't. All right, I will cancel this podcast right now, bro. Canceled. Right now. Yeah, it's canceled. That's it. Got Pull the plug on this. No more streaming. But yeah, man, um, wanted to jump on here. Obviously, we we had talked over the weekend about the whole Kaepernick workout. You gave me shit about Disney Plus because you're a hater. We talked about a bunch of different shit. Um, but first, I wanted to I wanted to talk to you about the Chick Fil A thing. So I know you just read the article. Yeah. So if you haven't heard, Chick Fil A is gonna stop their donations to uh, organizations that are anti LGBTQ. And if you hear some scratching in the back, guys, I'm sorry. That's my dog. He's in the room. He's hanging out with me, so never leaves my side. This guy, so I got too. they're gonna, yeah, in 2020, they're gonna stop funding anti LGBTQ communities or uh organizations and foundations and stuff like that. So, my whole thing with that is like the couple articles that I read from like Vox and CNBC. I think, I think the overarching reason why they're doing it is because they're growing faster than they thought they would and they're getting out of the southeast which we know the South in, in America is a very conservative area. So they're not going to have as a as large of a backlash as they would if they get to the West Coast or the Northeast or now in UK, which they had a store closed after eight days. So I think they're, the only reason why they're doing that is that uh, it's money, right? It's they know their their views aren't. A popular view regardless of like we're not here to talk about their religion right like that's not that's one of the things i, I don't want to discuss i got i got family on both sides of it you know what i mean but like the politics and the policy of it is purely based on money there's no other reason as to why they're doing it because w- once you start to grow and you realize oh shit once you get outside of your little comfort zone in your bubble and you realize some people have a problem with the way way you view things and they're going to react, you have to be ready for that reaction. Like, you know how I was saying, man, you got to keep that same energy. Right. You know I mean, if you're going to be anti-LGBTQ, you got to be anti-LGBTQ all the way. Don't just stop once you realize that, oh, shit. They- yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and of course, wanna, one of the... Add on to that you yeah, I'm reading, I'm reading the article. No, no, well, you'd like to rant, but since you gave me... Uh, as you needed a second to take a breath there, um yeah, of course is. who's who who, who else but mike huckabee right uh comes out mm-hmm. and calls them out and look not not for nothing but i mean that that's who they were representing uh what 2012 2013 you know they mm-hmm. came out they're a strong christian-led organization strong christian values don't mm-hmm. open us don't open on sundays because you know mm-hmm. on the seventh day right um and that's yep, not a thing against religion but that's their values that's what they stand for that's what they claim and um that's why they they made that statement back in 2012 and now like you said they're growing they're expanding they're leaving the south 
Yep. There's a lot of money to be made on on the coast, both both west yep. and east. The you know majority of people yep. live within like 200 miles of either coast, so you got to leave the deep south at some point. And it's nothing but I mean, they're a business. It's a money grab. That's what it's for. They're going to be offending more people if they stick with that same statement from 2012 because they're expanding yep. to these other markets than they than they would otherwise. You know, uh, and if and if they don't change their stance and they're like you said, they lost UK eight days. You know, the same thing yeah. will happen when they try to expand. If they don't adjust to the culture, to 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 the times, it's not going to be successful for them. It, it's so it makes sense, but of course, how could we call them out? And and as you should. Now, yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> do I? I don't know if it's. I don't know if there's been a change at the top at the leadership, but at the end of the day, mm -hmm. they're. Their entire organization is still, I think those values are still what they say they live by, right? Now, people will have different definitions of what being a good Christian is, right? Some people try to interpret the yep. Bible one way or uh, some another way, some very literal. Um, so I, I don't know what to make of it, except that I know that it's business. You're in it to make money. Um, and that's what they're doing. Also, but yep. but but their business is based around, you know, serving their customers, right? And you got people that want to eat chicken. They're trying to reach more people that want to eat chicken. Yeah. Oh. You can't stop chicken, man. Chicken's amazing. You can't, you can't stop, stop chicken. chicken. That chicken doesn't care if you're black, white, gay, lesbian, bi, he, him, her, she, him, they, whatever. You know, like it doesn't is, are them. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Chicken is chicken. Unless you're vegan, then this isn't the podcast for you. Yeah. I'm sure then, there's like a plant based podcast that you go ahead and listen to. Speaking of vegan, I never get this with vegans, right? And 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 I tried to I tried the when I was stationed in Washington State for like three months. I didn't go vegan. I went like a vegetarian. Um, mm -hmm. But I started looking into like the stuff they eat, like chicken flavored, whatever, or meat flavored this. Like that's what they call their products. And I'm like, if you're trying to get away from eating yeah. meat or chicken, why have the word meat or chicken in it? Like, what are you doing? Just just make up yeah. a new word for it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Don't fake it. Don't yeah. fake it, yeah. man. Just. Like, Trust like, me, I like tried tofu. It's like delicious. I gotta add a lot of soy sauce and salt and pepper and other flavors to make it to make it taste like anything. <laughs> yeah, because it tastes terrible. Yeah, but yeah, man. Chicken is chicken at, at the end of the day. But I, it's it's weird to me, right? Because if you want to look into the pot, they they could have their beliefs however they want to believe in it. But once you start giving money to certain organizations, right? Like as a company, you can have that belief. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Like. That's not that's not what I'm debating here. That's not what I'm arguing. I'm sure I'm gonna get shit from people on either side of my family and my friends, right? That's mm -hmm. not what I'm debating. But once you once you start found, like giving money to organizations that are against something, right? Right. It says then something you have about a, you. Then, yeah, it says something about you, right? Like you could you be Christian and have your beliefs, be Jewish and have your belief, but and run your corporations and organizations and everything you want, however you want, Scientology, all that shit. But once you start giving the money that you've earned from people that were probably that you probably don't like, right? Because chances right. are gay people, LGBT, transgender have bought Chick-fil-A at Absolutely. some point. Right? Yeah. Like the percentages are. Yeah. So they've they founded that. And then what you're doing is saying you you are against them because of your religious beliefs. Then that's a, that that's where I have a problem with it because once you start using your money for that kind of speech, to me that's a slippery slope to hate speech. Right, because you don't know you don't know where that money's going. 
And what you hate these people because of what? Like I, I still believe our First Amendment has a freedom of religion, right? Like freedom of belief, freedom of the press. You can be whoever you want to be. Right. That's the, that's our founding fathers. Like it, it goes a lot more than just the first, the Second Amendment, which everybody lives by. You know what I mean? Right. So like you can't, you can't pick and choose that. Just like you can't pick and choose the Bible. Like you can't. And the the thing I always go to, and I know if if you're watching this and if you're listening to this after the fact that I put. Like I always go to the Joe Rogan quote, right? If you if you hate gay people so much, you're probably gay, right? Like you probably want to suck a cock. Like isn't it, isn't that the Joe Rogan joke? Like you've, yeah, if you something, some... something along those lines, right? He's like, hey, yeah. If you are so nervous, if if it makes yeah. you so uncomfortable, then you yeah. you're probably gay. Just come out of the closet. Probably, yeah, yeah. Like it just it, like it's never been a thing. That bothered me. Like I have, I have family. Really, like I think I have, I have family who are gay. You know what I mean? I, I got, I got cousins. I got, you know what I mean? Extended family. And it's like they're, they're just because of them living their truth. You want to fund again? Like you could believe it. You want to fund something that's against them. Then, then we got a problem. Then it's per, then it's personal for me. Like then I don't understand anything else that you're saying because nah, man, we got beef now. Just keep that same energy. Don't. Don't believe then you're no longer a Christian organization, right? If you're Chick-fil-A, now you're just a, a money a money company. That's it. So you're you so you better open the fuck up on Sundays and let me get some waffle fries with the Chick-fil-A sauce. Because your Christian beliefs go as far as your money goes. Because now you're open now you're opening up and now it's different. I mean, but what I mean, what organizations were they I mean they it was Salvation Army and then the the fellowship of Christian athletes, right? Which uh, and focus focus on the family, which is which is the one that uh that Drew Brees I think got in trouble for. Oh yeah, that like guy. They, yeah, I saw yeah. that. All right, and and yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean they both like the Salvation Army has their mission statement and you know fellowship for Christian athletes as well. But one of the things that's not in their mission statement, but which they I think is known about them is that they they oppose you know same sex partnerships and marriage and and things of that nature. So. Again, Chick Fil A doesn't have to go out and say, you know, like they did in the past. They don't. They don't have to say anything. They just the, who they give their money to says kind of those values that they represent, right? Even though the Salvation exactly. Army has a, a, a different mission statement, you know, their mission statement is not we're against no. same-sex marriages, but that's something that they've openly that they're op- they're open about. But I like uh, Chick Fil A's yeah. pivot because I think in the article it talks about how they uh, they're going to focus on uh, homelessness. And education on homelessness and hunger. So yeah, and youth, <laughs> and something about like youth education, and like some other stuff. Yeah, man. Okay, what? Who do you think are mostly like? Who do you, you think there's no gay people that are homeless? You think there's no families that you know what I mean that still have that that right. I guess want to say like old way of thinking that you know what I mean that their their kids because they're gay or whatever or transgender or whatever the hell they are, whatever the hell they choose to be or however they were born. Uh-huh. Is a problem for you. You think they're they're not on the streets, so then then what? I don't, I don't know. It's it's a very slippery slope to like pray the gay away, right? Like that's that's kind of what. I mean, they, I know they have those programs. I'm 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 joking, but there are those programs that I may I've I've, I've yeah. heard about it where they say, well, you just need to uh, you know reset or yeah pray or, and I'm just like. This. So. I'm speechless. I just I have nothing yeah. to say. It's like what? Yeah, like, you 100 can't. Like let's 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 be real right now. Right, like, 
we're two people and people to watch this, whatever. Like you, people are born gay. Like that's not, you don't, you don't choose to, you know what I mean? Like you don't choose to do it. Like you can't pray it away when, if, because then, uh, I don't know. That's it's slippery slope. That's that's Right, but you know what I mean? that's our belief, and, and then maybe honestly think and that other people have their beliefs, but I'm also not gonna enforce my beliefs on somebody else because you know what I mean, right? Like right. I, I believe you're you're born gay, so that's that's my belief. Like we could argue to the cows come home, you we don't have no proof either way because neither of us are science, neither of us are scientists, and neither of us are God. So we, what what's the point of this? You know what I mean? What's the point of that whole argument? But again, when you start founding anything against, that means you're for something else. Right? right, like the defense of marriage act is that that was another that was like a political thing. Mm-hmm. That was another thing that was like the same thing. Like, dude, like defense of marriage act. Then why do you allow people to get divorced? You know I mean, there's straight people that get divorced <laughs> all the time. Then what? How how are you defending marriage? What I don't know. I don't know what the hell my dog is doing back here, but I hear him licking, and it's weird. Yeah, my dogs are in the background. My, I have a little Maltese, and uh, that dude barks at anything. Anything. I'm yeah. Sorry. And he started barking. Yeah. I think my wife might have just kind of grabbed him and said, "Hey, chill." Because I heard him. He's yeah. like, start going. And once he gets going, it takes it takes a minute for him to calm down. Yeah, little dogs bark the most. Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm pretty sure. I'm like my dog was like licking his. I'm hoping his paw. You know what I mean? Like, no, he's not. That's not what it is. You know that's not what he's doing. Come on. No, he's definitely licking his asshole, dude. Like that's he licks his is. ass. That's. that's <laughs> That's what dogs do. It's horrible, right? But that's what pets do. They they lick their ass. They lick their their fucking penises. That's what they they clean themselves. I don't know how you clean yourself that way. I mean, you you clean those parts. What (laughs) about your mouth? Who's brushing your teeth? I'm the one that's got to brush your teeth. Damn it. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. Just smells like straight up. Like he breathe. Like he'll like get in my face and he'll breathe in my face. I'm like, this is straight ass mouth right now. That ass breath that I'm getting. It is terrible. Yeah, but a dog's mouth is supposed to be the cleanest thing in the world, right? No, don't lick me with that. I believe this. No, that's fake news. I, I don't believe any part of that statement, sir. Uh, All right, man. Let's. Uh, that was man. That was fifteen minutes on that shit. Yeah, but let's let's wrap that up. Like, it's the only reason why they're doing it is just money, right? Like, why they're changing their stuff. I do. Like, you know, like I saw. I read that thing. That another article that said that they're they had a a store closed in eight days because of what they funded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in in England, in the UK. So it's. That's you can't you can't why would you branch out to the UK? Like what kind of market are you testing? You know what I mean? Like you should probably know the market you're gonna go into before you get there. Cause you think we're you think the East Coast is liberal and progressive or the West Coast is liberal and progressive. Wait till you get to Europe. England and yeah, Europe is way different. Europe Europe been 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 that way, man. I don't know. It's crazy. No, it is. Look, nothing's changed, right? The leadership hasn't changed. They're the only thing that's changed is that they're expanding, right? And with expansion yeah. comes a new customer base, which means people outside of who you're used to, you know, mm-hmm. they're big in the in the south, deep south. So now right. they're right. expanding to different markets. And in order to be able to do that, you have to be open in your company statement and your mission. You have to say you support different values, right? Whether you really yeah. do or don't, I don't know, right? But yeah. if they don't say they if they don't change the the organizations they support then uh it's going to be hard for them to break into those new markets but especially if you go into california right a lot of money to be made and um you know it's a big gay population there yeah very big it's so i think california 
I might have this stat a little bit off. I think California, like their their GDP is like if they were their own country, would be like in the top ten in the world or some shit like that. Yeah. Like they they that's how much money they they make and they bring in. It's a lot of money you're leaving on the table. So it's like it's personally bad business to be. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna open up a business and be anti-white. You know what I mean? Or be anti-Hispanic or be. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I said, my podcast would be over. Yeah, don't name, I wouldn't name my podcast and the anti-white podcast. God, it's, that's it. It's over. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a wrap. I, just it's just it doesn't make sense. Like if you're opening a business, you have to, you have to. I mean, I guess you don't have to, but I don't know how successful you'll be if you don't welcome everybody. You know what I mean? Like right. it just it doesn't make sense. Speaking of not welcoming everybody. Let's talk about Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, boy. Man, you like I, that? You like that I, segue? That yeah, was a yeah. solid segue. Yeah, you can... I feel like I I just did the little like the little sixty second break on Sports Center. Uh-huh. Like, oh, right after this, I just did that right there. I'm a okay. professional at this. Son. You can have that job then. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks. So obviously, you know, we're not gonna listen. We've talked about this fucking dog. He just smacked, smacked the shit out my table. Yeah. So, um, so everybody. We talked about it at nauseum for the last three years, the whole Kaepernick thing and kneeling. That's not that's not what this discussion or this conversation is going to be about. This is more so the reaction that Stephen A. Smith had to Colin Kaepernick. Like, look, my obviously, if you're watching this on video, if this isn't evident to you, neither of us are black. Both of us are Hispanic, so we're both we're both in a minority. Yeah, you're you you look white, right? You're just you're that you're that white Hispanic, so. So if you miss what Stephen A. Smith said, saying that Colin Kaepernick didn't want a job, paraphrasing, because it was like 30 minutes. I'm not going to break that each word he said down. So saying that he shouldn't have shown up wearing a Kunza Kente shirt, the fact that he changed the venue was crazy, because almost like you have to appeal to the establishment, right? And right. if you know me or if you listen to 85 episodes of this podcast, Know that I'm not I'm not an establishment guy, right? Like I I'm a very much so buck the system, like uh what's like Killer Mike says, kill your masters. Like I'm not that guy, so that I'm immediately against. You know what I mean? Like I'm immediately against anything he has to say. Mm-hmm. So because it, it doesn't that whole stay in line or stay in your place, know your place argument of it is weird to me. Like it makes me uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And then, like, for Stephen A. Smith and Michael Eric Dyson to both, even Michael Eric Dyson couldn't argue, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Couldn't even argue against Max Kellerman because it's true. Like, Max Kellerman made these these great points that, that you'll bring up, but for Stephen A. Smith, only retort or reply was to be, well, basically, well, you're not black. You know what I mean? Like, it was, that was like, oh, that's it, though? Like, so by, white people or Hispanic people don't have the right to speak up against civil rights or any kind of injustices or or the power the power structure that is because I'm not black or he's not black like that doesn't make sense to me so yeah man um look so first of all I believe that was on ESPN right or was that Fox yeah first take that was on first take first take right so that's ESPN as far mm-hmm. as I know unless that changed to Fox which means, and ESPN has rights. They have broadcast rights with the NFL, right? So first and foremost, yep. 
their best interest is not to support anything that's going to buck the system or go against mm-hmm. the NFL. That's that's a big thing, right? Because Stephen A. Smith is known for one thing, and and that's talking so he can hear himself talk. That's it. I'm not gonna hate his hustle, right? That's how he got to where he got. Um, yep. That's what he does, like it or not. Uh, but a lot of the things that were said, and I'm surprised that they brought Michael Eric Dyson in, and he agreed with both, right? He agreed with Stephen A. Smith, uh, but he also acknowledged Kellerman's points, which Stephen A. wasn't doing um, at all, and that, and that's what he said. And and I saw I saw the almost 30 minutes of it. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. It was like two different clips. I didn't see the show, but I just saw the, yeah. the clips of that conversation. And one of them, uh, Stephen A. tells him how, look, I've told you about this before. I've had this conversation with you before, and I don't know if this is a private conversation they've had or if it's an on-air conversation they've had. But he's like, right. I'm not a, you know, so this, is, this isn't this is blindsiding you. And then he drops it. Essentially, what he said was what you said, right? It was like in in, in, yeah. in, in less words, like you're not black, so you don't know what it's like. I mean, he it was, mm-hmm. it was worded differently, but that's what it came down to. And um, I can see Stephen A's point because, not that I'm agreeing with him, but I can see his point because what he was talking to, not that he's not white, but he made other points within that conversation, which was, there is what you're saying, and you're able to say that because you're you're white and you're privileged and you right. can say these things, right? Whereas that's that's you may be right in saying those things. What you're saying may may should hold true, but as a black person living that reality, like he right. can't he can't show up in the Kuta Kenton shirt, right? You're you're applying for a job. And we all know the NFL is mm-hmm. shady. We all know they've done you dirty for three years. We all know you've been blackballed and there are quarterbacks on the field that you should be starting over or backups that are now in place that you could be starting over. Or, you know, you, you, you have a yeah. second string job and you're playing now for sure. There, there's no mm-hmm. question about that. When he left and even now. Um, so we know that there's something going on. Like there's there's been something going on to keep you out of the league, right? And you you've made your statement you've 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 said what you needed to say but if you want to play in the league like at, at some point and this is what Stephen A was trying to say even though he was so you know he's abrasive it makes it hard to listen to this guy because of how he speaks yep. and like how he was essentially telling Kellerman look dude you're white shut up you don't know what you're talking about um yep he's saying look hey if you want to play in the league man like it was a it was a bad situation on a saturday there's going to be no real scouts there no real nfl people because they're traveling for their sunday games but that's what they gave you either you take it and then uh michael eric dyson was more eloquent about it which was like you know you find a way to get on the inside get back on the inside again and and but if you can't get in then you can't make a change you can't do anything you're still without a job and you're still not able to do anything from within and so Michael Eric Dyson kind of was able to 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 articulate that better. Uh but yeah, like Stephen A, man, like and then the Kellerman Kellerman did have a counter to that where he's like, you know, like you can say that about anybody. Oh, I'm not a woman, so I can talk about women's rights. I'm not Latino, so yep. I can't stand up for Latino people. Like Kellerman mm-hmm. realizes and, and and Stephen A, I don't think he really had anything to say when Kellerman made his counterpoint, which was and I and I agree with him, which was, yeah. I'm not I'm not black. I don't live the reality. I understand that I can't as a as a white guy, I can say certain things. And that's the point. I have that privilege. Mm-hmm. I'm a white yep. guy. I'm a journalist. I have a platform. But what's the point of having that privilege if I don't do anything with it? That's why yep. I'm saying it. I can say these things because other people that don't have that privilege, that don't have that platform can't say them. 
And so yep. uh, I, I think there was, you know, I'm sure like black Twitter got behind Kellerman. I think you sent me an article. I didn't get a chance to see it, but yeah, that's the point that he was trying to say, like, yeah, I know people can't say and do these things, but they should be able to. And that's the point he was trying to make. He's got that platform. So he's going to speak out against it every time. Right. Um, and, and so after that, Stephen A kind of just, he was like, yeah, he had nothing to say. If, so for <laughs> me with the whole Stephen A thing, it felt like a lot of it was like, I'm going to make my points to try to get this round 10, nine or whatever. And not, yeah. I'm not going to listen to and not listen to what you got to say. Like a lot yeah. of it was like, I'm going to talk, but I'm, I'm only going to respond with the, what's the word? Like for the reason to, I'm only going to respond to respond. I'm not actually going to respond to your points. Right. right? Because it's, yeah. it's also, it's, it's the, the illegitimizing or illegitimizing. Like, yeah. The fact that like white people didn't also struggle in the civil rights, like, White people, white people march with Martin Luther King. You know what I mean? Like it takes it takes allies and a bunch of people to point out an, an injustice. Not to say, listen, the fact that Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. Yes, he he had two good seasons. I could, and you add in the circus of what would have happened if a team signed them. Obviously, we we spoke about this for years. Obviously, no team was going to sign him. We know this was a PR stunt for the NFL for them to like clear that up which all they ended up doing was making a bigger mess of a situation that was pretty much already dead. Like you have Lamar Jackson in the NFL balling, Russell Wilson in the NFL balling. You're probably two front runners for the MVP. Sean Watson. Yeah. Yeah. The Sean Watson latch on to that narrative. And so, so because the narrative changed, right. For like the reason he was kneeling to what it is now, he was whatever. Mm-hmm. So latch on, latch on to that. Instead of going back three years, for what purpose? Like, what what did they gain from it? And for Stephen A to basically come with that whole thing, like, well, man, you're not you're not black. That that's that invalidates anything else he has to say because he sh- he's way more educated and way more eloquent than to just say that, right? Like he yeah. he could have been better than that. Like that that yeah, I mean, that doesn't make been. it. That, he should have been right. Oh well, you're not black. Oh okay, well no shit, man. What you want to point out anything else? Your your hairline isn't what it used to be. You want to we want to point out obvious things, huh, Stephen yeah. A? You, this, but what I, are we doing? Yeah, you know I, but I, mean? I was look, man. It's not that he made some points that I I agree with. Like he was until he said that like you're not black, so you don't really know. But he was talking about like, hey, we can't. Again, it's just the way that he speaks and whatever point he was trying to make. But you know, from what I I was trying to listen to Stephen A. through his yelling and and, and what he does and his mm-hmm. antics. And like what I was, what I got from what I hopefully what he's trying to say was that, look, yeah, you're right. Uh, you can say it this way, but the reality is, even though it should be the way you're saying it, Max, as a black person, they can't, they can't act that way. No, no. And I think he did say that, but it's just like everything else that led up to that, like, you know, like you, you know, like, and then to throw him out there, like, hey, oh, I've told you this before, we've had this conversation again. I've never heard that conversation. Maybe they've had that conversation remember. on the show before, but that's one thing to to have that, and then to just say, "Hey, we've had this conversation. I've told you about this before, so you're not being blindsided." Yeah. And then he essentially says, "You're not you're not black, so you can't talk about it." I'm like, man, if that's a private conversation, that is a blindside. Like, <laughs> you take yeah. a private conversation that to is. like this in a public forum. So he made he, Stephen A. did did make some valid points of what you said. Like he said, like you know that the the black 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 man's plight of Having to work twice as hard, 
have like Michael Eric Dyson said, like he has to have mm-hmm. conversations with his son. This bro, this dog is gonna be the end of me here. Um, that he has to talk to his son about driving at ten and two yeah. and making sure he's you know what I mean, making sure he talks the right way to people. Yeah, and make all those conversations that a lot of people don't have to have. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to grab my dog from under the table. So all these conversations that people don't have to have that Max Kellerman will never have to have with his kids. But that, but again, that's it, that at that moment, that isn't the topic at hand, right? It's why the NFL did what they did. But Stephen A starts, was looking more like the protector of the shield and part of the shield because he's representing, he's representing ESPN and the NFL, right? Like he just, by reports, he just got a huge contract. He's their highest paid person because yeah. he's the most inflammatory He's the black Skip Bayless, right? Like if yeah. if we're looking at it in any other way, he's a black Skip Bayless. He's a he's a Skip Bayless on on ESPN, and Skip Bayless is Skip Bayless on Fox. Right? Like they say outrageous things to get you. They're you know what I mean? They're they're clickbait is what they are, yeah. and they got us. Like, look, we're twenty minutes into this conversation, and you know what I mean? Like it's it it just it was weird because obviously, like no no people are a monolith, right? Like no, not all Hispanics are one way. Not all black people view things one way, and and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But for for the argument to be, well, you're not, is you kind of like erase that person from the conversation. I was like, so my views don't mean anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm I've listened to Stephen A's twenty minute rants and soliloquies on fucking weed and. All this stay off the weed and all yeah, this shit. All stuff, yeah. You got Joe Biden's old old ass now saying, you know what I mean? Like that uh weed is a gateway drug. Welcome to nineteen the nineteen eighties. What the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like it's so stupid. Like it's it's this old archaic way of looking at things. Like we as a new generation or upcoming generations aren't allowed to evolve and change, right? Like that there's an age discrepancy between Max Kellerman. And Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith probably experienced a lot of a lot of prejudice, a lot of racial issues coming up growing yeah. up when he grew up. Yeah, that Max Kellerman never did. But that's that's a credit to Max Kellerman because he never had to experience that shit and he still recognized it. Exactly. And that was and that's what he was the point he was making. He's like, Yeah, I don't live it, I haven't lived it, but that doesn't mean that I you know, like he said, you gotta speak truth to power. And like you mentioned, you know, when Martin Luther King and all the civil rights leaders, right? But they didn't do that on their own. You need yeah. support of, you know, hey, what white people that are saying, hey, this isn't right. Yep. And some of them aren't going to speak up, and you can't fault those people either because, like, right. well, I, I I support civil rights and I support uh, equality, but I got some racist ass neighbors that are going to make my life miserable. And you know, some yep. you you're like you stand up for what's right, but put your your family at risk. <laughs> and so, but and even then, in those times, there were still people that said, yeah, we're going to stand by you. And so, mm-hmm. according to Stephen A's, you know, rhetoric and his message, what well, don't don't speak. You know, yeah. if more if 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 people wouldn't have taken that that stand back then, then who knows where we'd be? You know, as far as Stephen civil rights, A wouldn't be on. Stephen, Stephen A wouldn't be Stephen on. A. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and so yeah, that's what like, Cameron yeah. was saying. He's like, I have that yeah. privilege and that right. I haven't lived it, but those people that can, and have the platform, should speak out against. You know, against it, yeah. and, and you know, and, and and Stephen A took it a different route, right? He's talking about a, a black a black guy can't live there. You no, know, they were talking. We we're talking about Kaepernick specifically. We weren't talking about like no. uh, a, a guy who's being denied a job at you know 
whatever corporation ABC. Right. We're talking about uh, Kaepernick, who yes, he's he's black, but he's being blackballed because of his message and the statement he made and the stance he made. Like, so it's it's a little bit different, you know. And they're right. not they're they're covering Kaepernick, so he was trying to kind of derail the topic, and you know, Kellerman was trying to stay on topic. Like we're talking about this guy, like this specific situation yeah. and why he's been kept out of a job, and like. We work for the media. We see what's going on. We're covering it. Mm-hmm. It's our right. One, it's wrong. And two, that's our job as journalists to call it out. So why aren't we calling it out? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Like, and, again, like I've, I've, I've always wondered, like I was listening to, I'll give you another example. I was listening to the Joe Rogan uh, podcast clips and he had a reporter on there, Matt Taibbi, right? I think he wrote for like Rolling Stone and like all this other stuff. He's a, he's a yeah. well-known reporter. And mm-hmm. he was talking about the 2016 election. I don't know what's going on in the comments. I don't know if they're saying like this. This is not a dispute of what happened. That's not what this is, right? Where they said like you know Donald Trump had fifteen, twenty thousand people in the stadium, and Hillary was struggling to get two to three to four thousand people to show up, right? And but no, but but none of the reporters reported it because they were afraid to come off as anti-Hillary or pro-Trump. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. pro-Hillary or anti-Trump or whatever. So. Right. They didn't want their bias to be shown, so they never brought up the fact that it's an empty arena or empty stadium. So when the the election happened, it blindsided the mainstream media because they it was like an open secret, but nobody ever addressed it, right? So gotcha. it, if you if in, if you're in the section of the media, you have to call it out. Like you don't owe them owe them anything. Like you're so what you just allow this thing to happen and then okay, well that's that's just what it is. No, man, it's literally your job to report. Like, because you and I are never going to be embedded in those situations where we know what's happening with the NFL and behind the scenes or what's happening in the in different elections and shit like that. Like, right. we're never going to know that. So we count on the media to report that stuff and to let us know what's happening. So that's why I think that's why the Max Kellerman thing was so powerful was because he spoke against the establishment. The NFL's the establishment, ESPN's the establishment, and right. so on and so forth. Like that's what that's what I penetrated through. Like, yo, somebody finally told us they full of shit. You know, not just Stephen A, because Stephen A is the establishment in that conversation, right? He represents oh, the establishment. Absolutely. With his views on weed and all this other stuff, which is just ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like you could go down the clinical the clinical ways it could help people, like it's help people that have kids that have uh seizures, you give them C B D oil and it and it cures, you know what I mean? Like there's the the whole stance on weed is stupid. That's when I stopped listening to him when he just became like this Fox News parrot of a person where he had like these old school ways. It, I was just out of it, man. I was just out then. Like I didn't I didn't care about anything else he had to say. Cause like if this is one of your views and you for years have yet to evolve, then you haven't learned. Right? Like my views as I've gotten older have evolved. I've learned, I've read, I've listened. You know what I mean? I've I've been in conversations. I've learned, like, I, it's it's just the human nature. You learn to, to still have this stance, yeah. huh? You learn to see things differently. Yeah, you do. Like, if but if you just uh, don't allow yourself to see things differently, then what are you bringing to the table? No, right, nothing. And, and, and he wasn't really trying to bring anything to the table. I think he was just trying to get his talking points out because he is the establishment. And in that sense, like, I think that's the. ESPN and the NFL again. They they their best interest is to get this Kaepernick thing under control, right? And make sure the NFL looks good doing it. Right. So where they're gonna put? They're gonna put their mouthpiece on it, 
and Stephen A. Smith is nothing but a freaking mouthpiece. And um, yep. that's the message he was trying to deliver. I mean, it, it's an entire right, and it's an entire fiasco because then Goodell's got uh, Jay Z. Another, you know, that's that's a big yep. PR stunt. Jay Z's interest yep. is, you know, he's trying to become an NFL owner. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. At some point, he wants to own an NFL team, right? So, is yep. he really trying to get Kaepernick to do whatever? Like, hey, look, just get in and get your foot in the door, or is he just trying to? What he's saying is really in his best interest, so that he can get a you know, get in and have a shot at, at, uh, at getting an NFL team, right? Like, he's going to say whatever he needs to say right. so that so that uh, his chances of wanting a team, you know, increase. So was it's it's hard. Like, was Jay-Z doing that for his best interest, or was he being used by the NFL because they know he wants to be an owner, and so they're just going to get him to, like, do the song and dance and just spit out their message? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it, I, it, I, it's tough. I thought, like I said, like I thought the whole point of it was stupid. Like, could I just let this die out? No, nope, you know what I mean. Like, I don't think there's like a huge clamoring for Colin. Ka- like we, like if you're honest about the situation, you know the NFL doesn't want him back for many, 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 many reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go, you can if you want to compare it to a like situation as far as the media circus, it would be Tim Tebow, right? <laughs> like, which is why, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, Tebow was a solid quarterback. Could have been a backup. Probably should have been like more like a tight end slash H back, you know what I mean? Because of yeah. his size and his athleticism. Right. But the headache and the media scrutiny that comes with Tebow and the following and almost the cult like, you know what I mean? People that are behind them, it's not it's not gonna be fun for an organization that doesn't give a fuck about the people, only cares about the money and themselves and their shield. Yeah. And yet Rex Ryan who uh, was all about, uh, I think, you know, he, he's, he's spoken out against Kaepernick, right? Kaepernick is just yeah. interested in getting his statement out. It's nothing but a media circus, right? But what does he do? Yep. He goes out and brings in Tebow. What does he do when he's in Buffalo? He brings in Richie Incognito, who caught someone the N-word down in Miami, and then he said, come over here because mm-hmm. we need bullies. We need to make, we need to bully people. What, yep. what, what are those two guys but polarizing and, media circuses like the, their situation right so like and so you can't no. you can't take what that guy says you know seriously because people are gonna get upset he's a trump supporter <laughs> you know he, he spoke right. he spoke at, at a rally so like you can't take what he says seriously when he's like no kaepernick is nothing but a media circus i don't want that around my team and yet you're the guy that brought in tebow and brought in incognito yeah. and like there's nothing but media circuses so like you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth but- so what do Richie Incognito and Tim Tebow have in common? I can't quite put my finger on it. And what is what is the difference between them and Colin Kaepernick, man? Huh. And what was he called by somebody in 2016 and on about yeah. that huh. mother effort? Not- yeah, I can't <laughs> I can't remember, huh? And- can't remember at all. Just can't. It's on the tip of my tongue, yeah. but I can't, I can't quite, huh? That's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, man, I don't, listen, that's, that's, <laughs> I can, you know me, man, I could go on this shit, on these rants, political stuff. You've seen it on my Facebook. It's, it's exhausting. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's gotten to the point, like, dude, like, I'll, I'll listen to the news, like, 
You know what I mean? I listen to like liberal progressive media, which isn't anything on a network. Let's let's get that cleared up right now. Like there's no liberal progressive media on television at all whatsoever. Yeah, that's not CNN. That's not media. No, CNN isn't it. MSNBC is the establishment. Fox News is the establishment. Again, if you've listened to the first couple, I'm not an establishment guy. So I get my news from like from YouTube and different stuff where they talk about the same stories just with a, a progressive and liberal bias. I appreciate that over, hey, we call it down the middle, but let's just shit on everything that's progressive. You know what I mean? So, so, but like, I, it's, it's just so weird to me. So let's talk about, no, we've kept the light. Established. No, no, but we have kept the light. Did, did you get it? No, did we're going to, we're going to continue to keep it light. That's why we're going to, uh, to Joe Biden. This is, this is very light. We're just going to talk about the weed shit. This is all. I haven't even, bro, look, I'm staying out of all this. Dude, he, I'm going I'm to tell you the story. I know I, you've been working like a, in like a cave and shit. I'm going to tell you the story. So Joe Biden is at a, not press conference, but like a, at a rally. Uh-huh. Like, I guess people showed up to that shit. Not a Joe Biden guy, just like I wasn't a Hillary guy. Mm-hmm. Not an establishment guy. So he said that uh, marijuana, first of all, called the marijuana, which is already weird. Uh, marijuana is a gateway drug. Mm. Marijuana is a gateway drug. How stupid can you possibly be with all the science and all the studies that have come out? So then what you're saying to me right there is you're going to be pharmaceutical companies that people are addicted like a motherfucker to all the pharmaceutical drugs that come out and lead to other addictions and lead to a bunch of problems that are that are bigger than we can cover here. Right. Dude, Snoop has been smoking weed for his entire life. Yep. His entire life. Perfectly fine. Has a show with Martha Stewart. <laughs> has done well for him. You know what I mean? Has done well for himself. <laughs> like, what are we talking about right now, bro? What are we talking about? Gateway drug, bro. You know what you know what it reminded me of when I read that shit and I saw the video? Was when we me and you were in school. I think we probably like elementary or middle school. Okay. And they had like the dare t-shirts. Remember dare? Like yeah, dare to dare, keep kids off kids drugs. I feel like we gotta bring yeah, we gotta bring those shit. That's how old that felt. Like it felt like a dare commercial, bro. It was this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs. If you're on the weed marijuana look here's marijuana, the thing bro. um the real gateway drug is uh these damn doctors who are quick to prescribe anybody a painkiller other than mm-hmm. Tylenol and motrin right they're like oh you you stubbed your toe all right well yeah. let me give you a prescription for uh fucking something that will knock you the fuck knock out an elephant right yeah and then and then that leads to what the opioid crisis, right? Because at some point people stop needing that stuff, right? Yeah. After surgery, so at some point whatever... it gets too weak. What's that? Yeah. I said at some point it gets too weak. Yeah, it gets too weak, and you need more or or higher dosage or or whatever it is. And I mean, look, it's 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 not the doctors, right? But it's just like anything, it's a business because there are pharmaceutical salespeople, and doctors mm-hmm. see countless people. From different pharmaceuticals right like uh which one essentially which one is going to incentivize me more or pay me more whatever you want to call it to push their drug and so 
whichever one gives them the better deal is the one that they're going to display at their offices. And it's the one that they're going to like, just push on people. Like it's, it's that that's, 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 that's what we need to be worried about. Right. That there's no marijuana. There's nothing like you go to the doctor, the doctor gives you these pain pills that they shouldn't be giving you in the first place. And they're getting people hooked. That that's the gateway right there. Like how, how there people don't see something wrong with pharmaceutical salespeople selling to doctors who have a, a, a vested interest in prescribing a particular Making drug to someone money. because they're going to make more yeah. money. How that's not yeah. unethical is beyond me. It's crazy. But we're talking about marijuana how, as a gateway. How that isn't, how that isn't discussed more and talked about more is ridiculous to me. Right? Because what happens is let's say, cause what happened, like people don't just start on opioids, right? Like it's through injury and all this other stuff. Exactly. The fact that, they, they tell you that then they prescribe you that and then you had to take them because you're in constant pain right and then your body builds the your body builds the addiction to it whatever and then at some point you can't you can't get the the pills anymore because they, they cost too much and then you might turn to other stuff you know what i mean like you you hear countless stories about it it just it's crazy man for and for joe biden to just it just shows you he's going to be a pharmaceutical company protector and that's not what i'm about man yeah. Like then it just means that he'll probably re, uh, reduce the the testing in it and, and make it easier for harder drugs to come out because this because Pfizer can make a harder drug than codeine or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know this shit. You know what I mean? Like because they get oh, less they get less stringent with it and then harder and harder stuff comes out. And then and then what? But because you still have marijuana as a schedule one drug when the science behind it says everything to counter that is ridiculous, man. No. Yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. I mean, something needs to be done, and uh, Joe Biden is not the one to do it. He's just going to line these pharmaceutical pocket companies' pockets even more. Um, yeah. So, I mean... At some point, at some point we're going to have to have, like, a full political conversation on this. You know what I mean? And, like, and, like delve into, like, these policies and different stuff. Because people... Like obviously, a lot of people come at me because I'm I'm too left leaning, or I'm just like, nah, man. I'm just looking at it like, yo, this shit doesn't make sense. Like, I'm 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 going more towards that than whatever propaganda you want to sell me. I was like, hold up, man. You trying to tell me the marijuana is a gateway drug, but there's thousands of people dying every day from overdoses. Snoop Dogg is perfectly fine. Is never overdosed. Probably smoked more weed than any any pharmaceutical things patient has ever ingested like let's let's talk about this for a second here this this doesn't add up like this no, this, this you know what i mean you're spewing some bullshit here people yeah like, I'm, not, I'm not you're not you're not just gonna spoon feed me bullshit and i'm gonna be okay with it that's not nah man nah yeah. and i live in ohio right like this is where the opioid crisis is up here in the north maybe because it gets cold and people get depressed i don't know but but that this is where it's hitting Michigan, Ohio, mm-hmm. these mid uh, like Midwestern, Northern states, like this is where the crisis yeah. is happening, and it's not just people getting addicted because they go to the, they get injured, they go to the doctor, the doctor prescribes them drugs that they shouldn't be or a higher dosage, you know, dosage higher than they should prescribe, but I, I've I've had uh, it's not per- well I know someone who's gone through this, so we'll talk about marijuana, right? Her I, I, a coworker. Her son was smoking. Uh, 
and he was smoking marijuana, except that his marijuana was laced with fentanyl. Oh, shit. And it doesn't take much. You don't have to put anything, right? So why would someone lace weed with fentanyl, knowing that if you don't get the thing right, you could kill that person? So what happened with, right. with, with your son was that, like, he didn't come out of his room for, like, almost a day, and they went to check on him, and he was just, like, he was out. They had to rush him to the mm. ER. Um, he made it through, but like, God, he was out for almost 24 hours. Like they didn't know he was, he was in a coma for, for, for almost a week. And, uh, why would someone lace like that's, that's how bad the opioid crisis is. It's not because marijuana, it's because people know marijuana isn't going to bring me more customers, but this fentanyl is, and if I lace mm-hmm. it just right, yeah, I may kill some people. Right. But the chances right. are that I'm going to hook these people to get even more stuff, more than just weed. Now they're going to spend money on other stuff to get a higher high than we can give them. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that's all that stuff. That's like that. Those are the pills. That's what they're using. And, yeah. and you know, and, and, and that's what people are doing on heroin, right? Because they, they get prescribed fentanyl or these hard, hard um, painkillers. They come off the painkillers. And in order to get the same high that the, the painkillers used to give them, now, now they don't get the painkillers. How do they do it? They need heroin. Except heroin yep. didn't do it for them, so they OD on heroin to get the same high that they were getting from from that fentanyl, and and people yeah. are being on heroin trying to get that same high that one pill is giving them. So we're again wasting time talking about marijuana. These old school views, like you know, we got states that are that have legalized it already that are that are using it for medicinal purposes. We have people like you said, Snoop Dogg and other artists and creatives that use it to help them in in um, with their creativity with their craft. On the medicinal side, you know, athletes need it. They use it to help them like recover and get better and get and, and people need it to deal with PTSD for all sorts of positive uses. Yep. We tell and yep. we're saying that it's a gateway drug, that that that's what's gonna no, no, like look at what's happening. You know, it's like uh Eminem said, right, middle America. It's not a tragedy yeah. because it's hitting middle America and that opioid crisis is hitting middle America. So I'm waiting for them to like wake up and stop talking about marijuana being a gateway drug and really are they going to do it? No, because as long as there's money to be made, no one's going to put the mm-hmm. clamp on these pharmaceutical companies. And there's something, I, I, don't, I don't know if you saw that Patriot Act show, but there's something that's like, I think he said like a hundred times stronger than fentanyl that's coming out. Yeah. That shit is scary. So I th- you'll, the reason why old school politicians and corporate politicians on either side, while they'll never speak out against it and say that Marijuana isn't a problem and stuff like that is because they get funded by these pharmaceutical companies, Absolutely. right? That's how they win elections. Like you can't, you can't name ten people who like Mitch McConnell. You can't name ten people who like X, Y, and Z's senator. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't name them, bro. Like they don't, they don't actually exist. But they're funded by corporate cor- by corporations, and they'll get these ads and oh, they'll look popular. And certain amount of people will vote, and they'll and they'll barely win, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it, once you become a corporatist, your soul is gone. Left and right. If you're getting millions, if you get millions of dollars, like dude, it's just human nature, right? Like if you get millions of dollars from this corporation, you know what I mean? And you're and you're already a crooked soul to begin with, like what? Of course you're gonna sell out and not care because it doesn't affect you. Yeah, like, how much it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't matter. Like, dude, you, you go take a shit in a in a gold in a gold toilet. You're not gonna care that Joe Joe 
captive or whatever the fuck died in, you know what I mean? A 17-year-old kid died in, in the middle of Ohio or Bethany, what you know what I mean? Bethany, whatever the hell, died in, in Texas. Like, right. that's not going to matter to you. Or that you live in the poorest, one of the poorest states in the union with the highest opioid epidemics and you haven't done a thing about it or ever spoken about it. You, all you've done is criminalize the the addicts. Like that doesn't help anybody. You're not you're not helping a single person in that situation, bro. And if you argue against that, then you're coming from a corporate side, but you're not getting the corporate payback. So what are you really doing? Like if you're not a center, like no, nah, I mean Pfizer needs to be in, in 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 business to make all these drugs and all this shit. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like that's that's opioids, man. I don't know. That's a it's a long conversation there, boy. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, marijuana is marijuana and all this stuff. <laughs> we were talking about Kaepernick. I was actually did you get a chance to watch that workout? Uh I watched I watched most of it. I thought he looked like I thought he could be a backup, but he won't be because it's it's not it's not good business. I thought he underthrew some people. I thought he, you know, I thought he looked in shape. But so funny story. Like I remember years ago, this is back before he started kneeling and stuff. So you remember like he had two really good years where he threw like over 3,000 yards. Yeah, yeah. He had two, yeah. two solid years where he, like he led the Niners to like 14 and 2 and 11 and 5 seasons and to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, he started getting, he's a very, like, he seems to be a very sensitive guy. Like, cause a lot, there was a lot of critique of him because he was too built, right? I don't know if you remember those critiques where like he was too big. Like, oh, how, how can he really, how can he really uh stand? He's got too much muscle on him. I remember right. like weird, like weird, weird analysis like that. Like, this is stupid. It's the NFL. Like, you would need more muscle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah. stupid. Especially your mobile. But coach. then he came back and like, I think he turned vegan or something and lost like all his muscle. Like, you know what I mean? Like all his started running more. Didn't work out as much. And that's when the precipitous drop off of his stats happened. Was mm-hmm. when he became too small because then he couldn't take the tackles that he used to be able to take. You know what I mean? And then his body his body changed too drastically. Yeah. So then after that, he didn't throw for over eighteen hundred yards, and then he just got worse and worse after that. But he had two almost four thousand yard passing seasons. You don't do that by accident. You know what I mean? Like that that doesn't happen, especially that coming out of Nevada. Like he was coming out of nowhere. So. It's a lot yeah. that goes, so it's a lot that goes into that whole story, man. Yeah, and there was an, I mean, that, that was a circus too within itself. I mean, not just obviously he was making his 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 statement, but uh, I think Harbaugh drafted him, and Harbaugh yeah. was on his way out, and they they wanted to get rid of Kaepernick too. So like they were, you know, they were looking for any any excuse to 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 get rid of him and bring you know bring on a new a new face with a new coach. I think John right. was. A, Mint used to play for Tampa Bay as the general manager there, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he got fired since then. Or he's he's on there now, or he, or he. I saw him sitting in a booth as a general manager for some no, team, he he fired. Fired him, or he's or it was a different team that I saw him for within the last couple of weeks. I always assume general managers get fired within two years, so I just kind of made that assumption all on my own. Yeah. So, but I mean, they got. Yeah. Uh, now it's looking like they made the right choice, right? Like, look, we got Jimmy Garoppolo, and uh, we're nine and yeah. two or nine and one, whatever they are. Um, yeah. It's it's yeah, it's like look, man, the NFL's a business; they're gonna do what they need to do. I just thought it was stupid to bring this back up three years later. Like, 
you know what I mean? Like, again, not going to discuss the whole kneeling thing and how it got changed, the narrative and all that shit. That's not, mm-hmm. we've talked about that enough, but it, it just, it didn't make sense for them to do it now. Like, yeah. it, there was no justification for it. And then, like, the way it was thrown together, it was just a complete shit show. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, it just didn't make sense. Like, yo, I'm going to just do this live video real quick without any plan, but my entire career and livelihood is based on it. Like, why would you agree to that? And then they, and then the establishment sets the rules. We're like, no, you're going to sign this waiver. You're going to work out here. You know what I mean? Like, nah, man, I don't trust y'all motherfuckers. Like, we're going to do this, this, and this. Like, if not, we not. Then we then it was just it was just a fucked up situation, period. It was. And I and I get it. Look, as the employer, you're entitled to set the rules though, right? If you're the prospective employer yeah. and you're offering someone an interview, you say, Okay, hey, I got this date and this time, and uh the equivalent of what Kaepernick did, agree or disagree with it. And I mean I, I I agree with what he did, but the equivalent of what he did was like me applying for a job and then saying, Oh, and by the way. Uh, I don't want to come in on Monday at three o'clock. I want to do the interview over Skype yeah. in my pajamas while I'm drinking whiskey, and I get to pick the questions. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But yeah. but no, it was. But, but it, it, it shouldn't have been. It's two different worlds, right? Because look, college players get pro days, and they get to pick the people that they throw to, right? Mm-hmm. They they right. get their pro days. They get all this stuff, and they get to pick the field, the people, and scouts who show up. So if the NFL really wanted this to seem like it was legit. Do it on a Tuesday or Wednesday whenever people are available, like scouts and coaches and people that have some influence within an organization, an NFL team, to show up where it won't really interfere with their planning for the, the, the coming week's game and, and do it that way. Look, give them a week, two weeks notice, whatever it is. Let them pick his receivers so that he doesn't think that we got some, you know, the NFL is going to pick some 18-year-old because that's the minimum requirement is 18 years old. Yeah. They could have, mm-hmm. you know. So, and, and so he was, was he right? Uh, if you wanted to, to play or at least have a chance of playing, you know, m- maybe he should have done it that way. Gone, just abided by the rules. Now, having said that, I don't think he would have been picked up, right? Because we can't see anything. Video wouldn't have been allowed. And then the NFL was filming it. So they get to pick and choose what videos they release to the media, what clips we see. Yep. And, and so it, Knowing the situation that's happened, that what's happened for the last three years, um, it was just a, a, he was, it looked like he was being set up. It was a bad situation for him. So Stephen A can say whatever he wants to say, but we got to see what he's able to do still. All this stuff that he said, that he's ready, that he's that, he got to pick his receivers, the field. And, you know, there's no chance that the NFL could, could uh, control the narrative saying, look, release certain clips of him not throwing well because he did have some bad throws but he had some really good ones but there yeah. who's to say that that stuff would have been released when they hold control of the video and the, and the players yeah i mean all you'd get all you'd probably and what under here like all you probably would have got is like that 15 second clip on your local news where he like he he underthrew a receiver or he overthrew somebody yeah. and then all you get is like that that sports anchor going ah oh, well I guess time gets us all or some or some stupid analysis like that. And then they would have moved on and, and try to sweep it. And then they would have moved on. That's that's why like this, like it got thrown together so fast. It didn't make any sense to begin with why you would even agree to that. Like none of it made sense to me. It was stupid. Yeah. It shouldn't have been done. Like on, on either side, like it shouldn't like not nah, man. You know what? You gave me 10 million, 20 million in the settlement, whatever it is. I'm good, man. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like don't, 
You you've shown me who you really are. That's what it, that's what it should have been. The press like it should have been Conor Kaepernick. Like, oh man, NFL, you've shown me who you really are. I don't want to try out for you guys. I moved on. I moved right. past it. That's that and should have been and left a bigger person and not given the press. Like all of it is bad on both sides. Like there's no yeah. there's no winner here. Because then his press conference after was stupid. Because mm-hmm. then like why are you gonna bitch after the fact? Like then don't don't even show up. You know what I mean? This is your you're still you're still at a job interview. I'm not gonna be at a job interview and like I don't like the people asking me the questions. I'm like you know what, man? Fuck y'all. I don't want to be here anyway. Like that's <laughs> not how that works, bro. That's bad right. business. But that's that's what I would love to do that one day at a job interview. Even though I probably I'm good where I'm at. But I was like, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore and just walk out wearing a, wearing a fucking Jose Marti shirt or some shit. Let me know how that works out for you though. <laughs> yeah, I probably, I probably won't get a job. I can tell you right now, breaking news, I probably won't get that job. Yep. All right, man. Good talk. We'll do the shit again. I don't know. We'll try for Sunday or something. Yeah, yeah. Sunday works. Let, let me know if you plan in the future on having uh, the uh, the shipping container full of frightened refugees. I told you that in confidence and off the record, man. <laughs> uh, talked about this. I'm about to go watch some fucking... We'll get I'm about that. to go watch some Jack Ryan though. Have you seen Jack oh, Ryan? Damn, I saw the whole first season. I know the second one's been out for a few weeks now. I gotta watch that. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're I think we're like on episode four or five. Like we're trying to slowly pace it because it's so good. I don't yeah. want to burn it out. I don't want right. to over binge it, man. I ran through that thing in like two days. The first season, I was like, damn. Dude, it. I would have. If if my wife didn't want to watch it the way she wants to watch it, I would have burned it out in one night. I would have stayed up to like four a.m. and gone old school with it. It is such a good show. Do you hear my dog crying like By a little way, baby in the back? I haven't already watched it. Yeah, I hear him. Watch Altered Carbon. I saw it last year, and they're coming out season two here soon, I think. When season, I already saw season one, gangster shit. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for season two. Uh, my boy told me today, my boy Danny, not at the Wurong, another one, yeah. um, told me today or yesterday to, to watch Atypical on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's been on my list for a while. It's got like three seasons. So I'm going to watch that. Like I said, with a, with a kid that has autism. Uh-huh. So I'm going to have to watch that. So uh-huh. I think it might be a good one. All right, man. I'll catch up with you next time, brother. All right, man. Good Guys, time. thank you so much for staying tuned, listening. As you can see, there's my Instagram. There's my Twitter. I'm everywhere. Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, you name it. I'm there, man. Come find me, man. Thanks for listening for the live chat. Thanks for listening to the Man Chatter Podcast with your host as always, Ben Borges. Till next time, peace.